Hey, it's Josh here. I just want to take a quick second before we get started to express our gratitude and appreciation to anyone who's listening, whether you're consuming this by download, whether you're listening on our website or following us on Instagram or TikTok, however that is, we thank you. Doing that lets us know, hey, that there's somebody out there. And as long as we're entertaining one person, then it just makes everything worth it. So on behalf of myself and everyone here at Game Rage, thank you. All right, now enjoy the show. And here we are for what I believe is episode number two. Maybe three. I don't. I think it's three. You know what? You're right. I think it is three, mm-hmm. right? Or is it two? I don't know. It's two or three. One of those. You, if you clicked on it, you know what the fuck this number this is. Anyways, as always, this is the Game Rage Anime Podcast, and I am here with myself, Josh, because I'm talking, and I'm also here with my other two co-hosts, Frank. What's up? And Adam. Howdy. So, Frank. You want to talk about some anime today, do you? Well, you put a gun to my head, so yes. Well, if you put it that way, I mean, I I guess, yeah, I kind of did. <laughs> All right, so I thought I'll open this up with a little thought experiment. All right, I like thought experiments. All right, so this is for both of you. Okay. Um, would you rather be a Super Saiyan or end homelessness? Oh, fucking Super Saiyan. <laughs> All day. Would I rather be a Super Saiyan... Or end homelessness. Well, now, not that you personally get end homeless, just homelessness ends. Well, see, this is the thing. If if I become a Super Saiyan, I will then also end homelessness. <laughs> yes, my wiping out an entire yes. planet. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a Super Saiyan. Yeah, I, I'm a, I, that makes sense. I think I also take the option of being Super Saiyan as well because I'm selfish. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least in this particular case, because what, who would pass up an opportunity to be a Super Saiyan? I, I don't know. What, what would you do, Frank? What, what would you pick? Uh, what, 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 what prompt is, is this? This is my question. Oh, so right, you don't second, get to... Wow. Question. Who wins? Beast, Gohan, or Ultra Eagle Vegeta? Beast, Gohan? Or Ultra Eagle Vegeta? Beast, Gohan, meaning that he turns into full ape mode? Uh, so I guess you haven't seen that. No. So Josh, who wins? Well, personally, I think Vegeta wins. Okay. You want to know why? Why? Because he's got that dog in him, that's why. Because he's got the dog in him. <laughs> I, no, really, I do think that Vegeta's... I think his general... Well, according to according to Toriyama, you're wrong. Well, I, I don't care what he says. The guy who created the thing, I, I, I'm saying what I think because of what I know. So what I know about Vegeta. From what he said, though, from what he's hinting at, Orange Piccolo is stronger than Goku, Vegeta. And from what there's a suggesting is that Beast might be stronger than both of them. Okay, sure, maybe, but c- come on, we all know that there, there's going to be more. All right, there's going to be more. Well, obviously, there's st- he's still not the cap. The cap right. is still the gods. Right. So we're going to get to the point. And then eventually, listen, let's just be real. Eventually, one or all of them are going to just become the gods. That's just kind of what's probably going to happen, right? Nothing oh. beats being a monkey. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> monkey. All right, Frank, what do you got for what's the next one? Wish for anything once on the Dragon Balls. Okay. Or be the strongest human in existence. Does that mean immortality or invincibility? Uh, it's the Earth Dragon Ball, so I believe immortality is still on the table for them. So wait, so you either can take one wish from the Dragon Ball or become the world's strongest person. Yes. Man, that's a tough one. I take the wish. Just because... I mean, yeah. Maybe yes, you wish to end homelessness. <laughs> I would wish to become a Super Saiyan so I could end homelessness. Yeah. Uh, I, take, I take the wish just because um, even if you are the strongest person, what if somebody else has a wish and they're like... I wish oh, to fuck, be the strongest person. Fuck that guy. And then uh, yeah, that was their wish. Or like... And then you know... Ex- exile this person from existence or some shit. That's true. Okay. You, you just have it as like the fucking ace in your hole. Not knowing really when you're going to use it, but just to have it. Just to have it, yeah. So, would you rather have the episode of Bardock, his whole backstory, and him becoming more uh, canon, 
or sorry, would you rather have a Dragon Ball Z episode or Dragon Ball Super episode on Bardock's new backstory since he's now a canon character? Mm-hmm. Or would you rather make Cooler a canon character? Which one contributes more to the the development or even like the the lore of either well, Bar- character? Bardock was uncanny for the longest time. He recently became canon and super. Yeah. And Cooler is still uncanny. Who 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 would mean more to people? Like who? Again, that, this is your own personal opinion. So it's which character do you like more? Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna leave that to Josh. I don't know. I I kind of I kind of think making Cooler canon would be cooler, as they say. <laughs> For what reason? Um, I don't know. I just I just kind of like the the character himself or them. Wait, he's a he's a guy, right? Is Frieza a guy? I don't know. That's whatever. Himself. <laughs> Itself. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't really know the, the, the relate because that's that's fucking Frieza's brother, right? Yeah. Or, si- or si- just simply. Yeah. yeah like uh, it's. Yeah. They refer, to, they refer to each other as brothers. So I guess they're, I guess they're dudes. Yeah. And which one was more powerful? At the time, I would guess cooler, cooler because he had a fifth form. Okay. But oh, yeah, currently, well, Frieza has black Frieza, so. Yeah. And Bardock being the father of Goku would mean what? Um, so the old canon, he was a bloodthirsty scientist killer who invented the... In the ocean dub, he invented the uh, blunt spot that allows him to turn into apes, even if there isn't a, mon- a mon- uh, moon. Uh-huh. Um... And then he got psychic powers to let him see into the future. Okay. So he was, as he was fighting the rebellion against Frieza, he was seeing flashes of Goku's life, which ultimately did nothing because the the story ended exactly the same way it was. Was he died with Planet Vegeta? Hmm. And and what about now? Now he saw the writing on the walls himself, realizing what's going on. So he convinces his wife uh, to put Goku away. To send him away before shit got cray cray. So he's he's like the 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 anime manga equivalent of, of like uh, Superman. Of Superman. He always yeah. was. Yeah. That's why in Team Force I even made the joke when Gohan when Grandpa Gohan finds Goku, he's like, "Oh, sweet little baby, I'm gonna name you Clark." <laughs> he goes, "You like that, Clark? Nah, that's stupid. Goku." <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Is that all he's adding to? Well, I'm just saying. Well, that was all that he has right now. So a backstory would a backstory on him be more enjoyable than making cooler a canon character in the in the Dragon Ball Super series? I don't know, because it's like if he's not going to be much of a threat to like Goku himself, who's already achieved like so many levels of power, right? Well, not well, that. That are oh, you talking about cooler? I'm talking about I'm talking about Bardock. Like, other than being his Goku's father, well, it would like, just be his backstory, right? Is yeah, it would saying? Just be a backstory. so it would just be like a prequel story about Goku's father, or have Cooler become a canon character. Oh, that was the thing. That was the oh, question. Yeah. Oh, I, I and okay. I, I still stick by the having Cooler be a canon character, but just because I think that the process of yeah, okay, well, it would be nice to see that backstory and kind of like you know, I don't know. Uh, close those doors or whatever they call it, you know, get the closure on, on all that stuff that, that happened previously. I still think that where they're at now, they need, in my opinion, they need, they need some new, they need a new, a new big, bad, big evil, bad guy. I mean, it it would be pretty sweet just to have him, uh, be in continuity just for like, just even like as a minor thing to say that like Frieza, even though he's Frieza black at this point, right? That if he does have an older brother, that like you know that like that sibling rivalry, where yeah. Like maybe he kicked his ass fucking when they were younger, and he still has that in his mind, even though he's black freezing. He's like, he still kicked my ass. Like, well, maybe maybe uh, cooler, and when he's introduced 
is just stronger than Black Frieza. Even, even and Black, yeah, yeah, maybe he's even the next level f- than that, and or, he's been that for or, a while. Or maybe he's not even... Okay, maybe Black Frieza is still powerful, but like f- cooler in his base form or whatever the fuck is just underneath. He's right. Like, oh, I haven't even tried yet. Yeah, like, 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 oh, I haven't even transformed yet, bitch. Yeah, I haven't yeah, even gone but, to my first oh, level, you, you and you're learned, at five. You learned uh, how to do your Black form. Like, wait wait till I get into like a hyperbolic chamber and fucking do that <laughs> shit. Yeah, like, yeah. So that, I, that would I, be a I, cooler. Go, yeah, that would be a cooler story. I would go cooler. So now that you mentioned that, mm-hmm. yep. Next one: Would you rather have Goku's strength or have access to the hyperbolic time chamber? <clears throat> well, I feel like the hyperbolic time chamber. You you could get his level of strength. Well, no, your human human DNA has a limit. Well, that's why even in Super, the humans are not that much stronger than they were in Z. At what point would you have his strength, like, what what level of Goku would you be at? Like, maximum level? Goku when he was a child in Dragon Ball, maybe? I mean, that's still pretty... Well, no, no, I'm saying, like, if you wanted his power... Oh, if you wanted his power, his you, strength. you would be as strong as Goku is right now. But if you trained in the chamber, you would probably be as strong as Krillin. Wow! Without power, without energy blast or anything like that. I don't know. That's kind of a shitty deal. But if you're in there long enough, then you can be more than that, can't you? Potentially. Or you could die. You could probably die sooner. It's never clear if whether or not you age faster in there too. Oh. I don't know. I'd, I'd I'd say just for fun, just to do do the hyperbolic chamber, just to see what well, happens. Yeah, you can do things outside of training as well. Yeah, like what? Like jerking off? Like <laughs> jerk? <laughs> hey, how would jerking off in the hyperbolic? Shit. So okay, wait a minute. Of course. So okay, because in the hyperbolic time chamber, well, hold path, on. I'm he? just let's just let's just let's just let's just let me cook. All right, let me cook <laughs> as they say, as the children say these days. Let me cook. What if? What? Okay, so in the hyperbolic time chamber, right? So you are basically doing like, a, a, let's say, a year's of worth of training in one day of our time, right? Mm-hmm. So if I were to be in there for essentially like a whole year and just jerking off every single day, <laughs> but then I come out after one day and have enough jizz to last, I could go to the sperm bank and sell it and make a shit ton of money, right? Could you do that? Is that possible? <laughs> so. Well, I'm just saying. So next question. <laughs> so with the next photo I showed you All right, guys. whatever. Okay, yeah. Did you prefer Goku with or without the aura? I kind of like it with the aura. I know it's kind of busy, but it looks... It, it just looks cooler, man. It, it like, just I, I think it looks cool. It, it looks does we- not look good in the fight. It's distracting as fuck. Uh, like, if I can show you the video of them fighting, it's distracting. Mm. Especially since the other guy has just an equally as ugly as aura as him. Yeah. Mm. I could see that being distracting. I could see what you're saying. It, does it... Is it, like... Is it animated as well? Yes. Like, like the so whole, as, it like it turn like it looks like a lava lamp, not a lava lamp, but so no, like it's more like rippling. T- it's like stars, like coming through the night sky, kind yeah, of shit. like cosmic then, dust or and something. And then Jiren, it looks like lava overflowing him. Mm. So, so imagine as this, your aura is animating this certain way, mm. but you're trying to fight against that said animation. Yeah. So it doesn't look good. Hmm. Hmm. All right, final one. Um. This is probably one you. Well, I don't know. You, you've seen a lot of Dragon Ball, right? Uh, uh, I don't know. It depends on the question. Would you rather bring back the power pool or Goku's tail? What was the power pool? Would you rather bring back the Ginyu Force or? <laughs> or I mean, the Ginyu Force is pretty sweet. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Wait, so what was the power pool? That was a little staff that Goku always had. When he was oh, the power pole. Yes. Oh, I thought you said power pool. I was like, what the fuck was the power pool? Oh man, I don't know. I kind of think the power pole is probably. What could he do with his tail? Like he hang from shit. You beat people with beat it. people with it. And there's a whole theory about that. It's a Saiyan's more powerful if he has his tail. The tail, yeah. Um, okay. And on top of that, it's just I think the tail would look fucking badass when he goes Super Saiyan and shit. Just turns all ragged and fucking energy whip. Mm-hmm. That'd be sweet. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of think I'd like to see the power pole. 
What, what does the power pole do? It extends. Yeah, it just... It was just like some little thing that he had that was, you know... Well, if you remember Journey to the West, some Wukong oh, had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so it's just, it's just that. In this show, it was the uh, final key for him to be able to reach Kami's lookout. Because mm-hmm. it connected from Corrin's tower to Kami's lookout. Yeah. So it's been there ever since. Unless you count GT, which none of us do. No one does. <laughs> All right, then. So that's a nice little warm-up. Okay, all right. So for this episode, I was thinking we could talk about something that everybody always likes to bring up in anime. And it's, oh, could... Say, oh, could Ichigo beat Naruto? Or who's more powerful than... Is Gear 5 going to be stronger than Super Saiyan or whatever? Mm -hmm. So Gear 5 meaning One Piece? Huh? Gear 5, yeah. Okay. Um, so my question is like, how does how do you feel powers would interact with each other from different animes? Okay. So, do you have a specific scenario? Uh, no, but I have an explanation of powers. Okay. So let me go a little deep on these ones. I was only able to do a few animes, uh-huh. so we'll start with Dragon Ball. Okay. So their magic or their power is key, is a uh, key. It's, okay. <clears throat> So the key is basically just the lane is lane ability of your fighting power. Alright. It's different than physical, since physical is strength and it has its limits. But if you use key, you can surpass your physical limits. Hmm. Um Yeah, so yeah, what you say you can use that barrier. Key must be in balance within the body and the physical injuries. So, uh, you ever notice when people can get injured, they can increase their power because they're fighting against it. Right. So, you're able to put your mind over matter, but you're forcing your body to be imbalanced between spiritual and physical. So, it causes your key to get uh, wonky and shit like that. Okay. Uh, now, this is the thing I was going to say. Yeah. So, key has three parts. There's Genki, which is vigor. Yuki, which is uh, courage. And Shoki, which is right-mindedness. So you, those are the three keys needed to maintain your key. Mm. And those keys lead into different things. Okay. So there's regular key or good key, which is used by people who hold no evil intention. And they usually have a white aura. So that would be like Goku, like yeah. when he was, you know. Does Goku. that mean Ultra Instinct is well, pure? I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. Evil key, which is used by beings with evil intentions, have, uh, but it can also be changed into good key, as we saw with Vegeta. Uh, their aura is usually purple. Uh, and then there's the God key, which is used for Super Saiyan God and all the other mm-hmm. higher beings. Okay. Uh, but as we saw with Jiren, who has just normal uh, key, is able to overpower. God key. Um, so it's not always a given. Just because God key is stronger than regular key doesn't mean regular key can't overcome it. Yeah. Because um, Golden, because Kieran was able to over, uh, Jiren was over, able to overmatch Golden Frieza, who had God key. Mm. And then there's Destroyer key. It's God key fused with the energy of destruction. And then there's the evil god key, which is the same thing, just, you know, malice intention. Even more evil. So, with the... Uh, so, if you have a strong enough key, as we saw with Super Saiyan, it can affect the weather. It can affect the terrain. Hell, we even see that people who have enough key can use... Their, can actually have telekinesis. Uh-huh. They can lift things. They can even... In Goku's sense, he was able to read people's minds. Mm. And for some reason, he was in a coma and came back out and he knew everything that was going on and didn't need an explanation. <laughs> Shit. My, uh... Oh, it's back. Never mind. Oh, oh phew, thank God. <laughs> so, kind of like in everything, your ability to control your, your key... Uh-huh is the most vital part of having it. 
Right. So if you're not able to mold it and mature it into a right form, uh-huh. then it's just going to go wild, like as we saw with Frieza. Right, right, okay. All right, so that's pretty much a rough estimation of what key is. Okay. Now, in Nardo, their power system is chakra. You right over there? Yeah, I was just getting water. Oh. Um, so, chakra is made by combining two energies. Physical energy, which is collected from your cells. So, your cells produce physical energy. <clears throat> so, you increase this energy by training, uh, by taking stimulants, and by exercise. Then there's spiritual energy, which is power that comes from the mind and consciousness. So, and you increase this by meditation, uh, studying, and just by experiencing things. So the more powerful both uh, energies are, the more powerful your chakra is. So if you have a powerful spiritual sense and a powerful physical sense, you're able to mold them together into chakra. And then the more each one is stronger, if one's stronger than the other, then it's going to be an imbalance. Yeah. But if you have them both perfectly powerful with each other, then you're able to create more and more powerful chakra. So, like, say somebody, like, on the first episode, Naruto learns Shadow Clone. Well, he's a bad example. So, when Sasuke first learned Chidori, he was only able to do three, and that's it. And then he passes out. And then by the end of the series, because he had more and more experience with the Chidori, there's no limit to him anymore. He's a Chidori Coomer, dude. A what? <laughs> he's a Chidori Coomer. He's good for three, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's it. He's, yeah, he's, he's good for Coomer. three pumps. Yeah. Three pumps and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so how does that work with Rock Lee then? Because Rock Lee is somebody that's all physical. He still uses chakra to enhance his body. But he's like, his thing is more, his, his ninjutsu or whatever is more. He has taijutsu. Fi- okay, what's taijutsu? Taijutsu is hand-to-hand combat. Ninjutsu is molding chakra into attacks. <sighs> okay. So, in a sense, he uses chakra to enhance his physical body. Uh-huh. So, so like it makes his fists harder, no, right? It makes, or makes a, him hit harder. Does it give him more it power? It gives him more endurance. It gives him more, um, yeah, you can say it gives him more power. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, because what was that shit about? Like, because I ended up not that it, we it was something we had to look up, but I ended up watching that fight between Rock Lee and Gara. Gara yeah, and he did some shit oh, w- with the uh, something about like the fifth gate or some bullshit. Uh, I'm getting to that. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um, uh, actually, I forgot to write about that, but I can just explain it. Yeah. yeah. So, chakra in Hinduism. There are eight chakra points. In Naruto, there's 64 points. And there are eight points, what they call gates. Okay. Which control the flow of chakra. So the more you train, the gates can allow more energy to flow because your body is able to handle it. Okay. But essentially, these gates are limiters. So... What he learned was how to force them open. So he's forcing his body to use all his chakra rapidly, faster than his body can. And the more gates you open, the more your body's going to deteriorate until you reach the eighth gate, which is the gate of death. Oh, okay. Where that's it. You're, there's no coming back from it. Okay. The eighth gate, yeah, that's... It's going to fuck you up, but you're not going to die from it. Mm. Unless you exert yourself. Like in Dragon Ball, if you run out of key, it's considered like there's a possibility you can die. And same with chakra, there's a possibility you're not you're not gonna be out okay out of it. But you can survive. In cases where like Naruto, he survives because he has that nine tails chakra to have him. Out. That's like basically infinite, right? It's not infinite as we learned in the later series, but it's an enormous a shit ton amount, right? Yes. So okay. So not to cut you out, but like so Neji. How okay? dare you? <laughs> like Neji, right? He does the 64 palms, like, because he can see with the fucking eyes or whatever. He can see the chakra lines. And so, like, that 64 palms, whatever thing, right? He's literally That's shutting. him shutting off your chakra. Yes. So then, but it's just temporary. It's not like a permanent it's, thing, right? They even said in the episode that it, it can kill people. That's okay. So that's what I was asking. Yeah. So it could, if he did it and really shut your shit off, 
you he, could die. I mean, he did it to Naruto, and he was okay because he was well, able because he had the nine tails. The nine right? tails took over for him. Well, it didn't take over, but it took over. It became his new chakra supply. Right. Hmm. But to continue on the thing, those gates are used to um, they're levees. Yeah, is the best way to describe them. Now, on top of all that, there's also special um, abilities called um, there's dojutsus, which Josh mentioned. One was the Byakugan, which means white eyes, which is a bloodline trait or a Gekigenkai is what they call in the show, um, which only the Hugo clan has. So anyone members of the Hugo clan have these eyes. And when activated, they're able to zoom in on the person, see through them, see the little spots where all those chakra points are. They have a near-perfect 360-degree view. So they're able to see all around them at once. Except for right here in the back of the neck of the vertebrae. is a, It comes out like there's a little thing. And the further back you are, the bigger and bigger and bigger that cone gets mm. where they can't see. Um, top of that they can also focus it so instead of being 360 oh I can see 15 miles over there see what's going on over there mm. and they can see through walls and shit like that it's, it's the perfect eyes for a ninja honestly for espionage and shit like that right uh, and then there's another one called the Sharingan which is uh, for the Uchiha clan it's their Gekigenkai now, this eye is fucking broken. Like, you put this eye... Like, this is one of the ones I say that, yeah, you put this eye in any anime, and it's going to break that character. <laughs> um, so it starts off with one comma. Um, that's like the lowest form. And once you achieve that, once you awaken the eye, because the shark gun can be awakened by any extreme emotion, any emotion. It has to be... just has to be an extreme level. So it can be rage... Commitment, happiness, any emotion that's extreme can awaken the Sharingan. Sasuke awakened it out of pure anger from watching his family die. His daughter, this is kind of fucked up, his daughter awakened it because she was finally going to be able to see Sasuke for the first time ever in her life. Mm -hmm. um, I forgot how Itachi did it, but yeah, so um, Obito, he's, was his extreme determination to protect uh, Kakashi and Rin. So an extreme emotion awakens the Sharingan. And then after that, it's just training that and repeated use of the Sharingan that allows it to evolve. So it goes from one comma, then usually to two on each eye. So it's usually one and none. Uh, then two and two. And then three and three. And then three and three is the most, that's the fully evolved base form Sharingan. And two interesting... <laughs> So at that point, you start getting the ability to do Genjutsu through your eyes. Genjutsu is when you're... So say Josh is fighting me. I'm going to inject my chakra into him. And it's going to start fucking up with his brain. So basically, I'm able to create an illusion. So he's under my control at that point. The Sharingan, it's just... Yeah, it's going to happen like that. It's just that good at it. And you can't put... It's hard to put somebody that's a Sharingan user in Genjutsu because their eyes just look through it. Their Sharingan can see right through it. <laughs> so say Josh can throw a punch. My Sharingan already showed me the image of him doing that punch. So I'm, I already know where to dodge. Mm. If Josh does a technique that I should be able to do, I, I just learned it. Just, by, just because my eyes saw him do it. I now know how to do it. Uh, that's how Kakashi, who has one of those Sharing Guns, had, was known as the ninja, the copycat ninja. Because mm -hmm. he copied a thousand jutsus, uh, jutsus techniques. So then, okay, so like like that, where Kakashi has one, right? He's not a Uchiha, so obviously he had to like have stolen it. He, he ripped it out of somebody's head. No, it was given to him. Oh, it was given, right, okay. Obito gave it to him as a farewell present. Um, but there is a cost at that. So, because he's not in Uchihan, it takes a shit ton of chakra from him to you, to be to able to, yeah. to run it. That's why he always has his eye covered. And it takes even more when he uses its Mangeko abilities, which I'll get to in a minute. So, so Kakashi was just fucked when it was fucked and blessed at the same time. Yeah. Um, 
So, that this is the part where people say, because the second Okage believed all Uchiha were evil because of those eyes. Because in order to, rank, to achieve those eyes to go to the next stage, which was the Mangeko Sharingan, um, you had to witness somebody close to you, dear to you, die. And only then does your eye trigger and it evolves into the next form, which is the Mangeko Sharingan. Uh-huh. And in that form, you gain a, the Genjutsu is way more fucking powerful. And then you gain access to a technique called Amaterasu, which you just look at somebody and their black flames engulf them. And these flames are so hot, so powerful that they burn regular fire. <laughs> so you just delete somebody essentially from existence by looking you, at you, them. Like spontaneous combustion? Yeah, so you just look at them and just black flames take over. Dead. And um, yeah, so far only three people have survived it that I remember of. The Fraikage, he literally had to cut off his arm because the fires were engulfing his arm. Uh, Obito, because of his special ability, his shining gun allows him to become intangible. So the fires just went through him. Right. And then Naruto, because he cloaked his hands in the Nine Tails Chakra, so nothing nothing touch him. I'm sure there's other examples. Those are just the ones that are coming to mind. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as powerful as these abilities are, they come at a cost. Extreme chakra use, and on top of that, you start to lose vision in your eyes. Which was what happened to Sasuke's older brother, Tachi. Mm. Now, before we go further, there's two techniques that you get to gain base idea, the base Sharingan, which was Izanagi and Izu, I can't say the other one. Basically, one allows you to put to rewrite his to rewrite reality. So if something was about to kill you, you activate it, and you're saying, no, it didn't kill me. No harm happened to me. I'm okay. Cool. I'm okay now. I lost that eye forever now. Wait, so could you, instead of saying that specifically, could you, could you add on to that and say, well, not only did this not hurt me, this other person doesn't exist either. No. It's not that powerful. Okay. It's a, it's an ultimate genjutsu you place on yourself. Okay. So, it's, no, no, it doesn't have an effect on anything else besides besides you. yourself. Okay. Now the other one, uh-huh. Uzanagi, whatever, is the most powerful genjutsu you can put on somebody else. Okay. And so basically, say you're fighting someone, and you choose three points. So your first point, I'm gonna say, is this: it's me hitting the table. Uh-huh. The second point is me punching Josh. Third point is Josh hitting me. Right. Fourth point is me hitting the table again. And that's it. You activate those four points, and that person's stuck in that loop. He's always going to be, all right, Josh is going to see me hit the table, punch him. He's going to punch me. I'm going to hit the table. I'm going to punch him, and it's going to be repeating over in his mind. For eternity. He's like this, just... Just blank stares. Just blank stares, and he's living that shit in his mind until he... he reflects until he reflects on himself, realizes his wrongdoings, realizes everything, and changes himself for the better. Mm. Only then is released from that genjutsu. Mm-hmm. But then again, the person who casts it loses that eye. So it's the ultimate technique, but you lose the eye. And then so going into the mangeku, every single person gets their own special ability. Itachi had this genjutsu where literally he tortured somebody for three weeks or some shit like that. But in reality, two seconds have passed. Sasuke has the ability to, um, so say he's fighting, I'm fighting Josh, and I see a ninja star with the bomb on it. I'll be, doo, doo, doo. I'll look at it, and I switch spots with that thing. And then um, Madara, I don't think they ever showed what his was, but I think it was just, Madara was just an OP character. So, so and then uh, Shin Uchiha was able to control weapons. So everybody gets their own special ability. Yeah. And so, unfortunately for Sasuke, he, after he killed Itachi, he starts over, overusing his Mangeko Sharingan, and he goes blind. So he takes Itachi's eyes and swaps his eyes, and that creates the perfect Mangeko Sharingan. So now he can use also, he now uses those abilities with no drawbacks. Hmm. They do this shit in Naruto? Yeah. What the fuck? Dude, at the end... I, I'll get to the next one. The fucking the Rin, Rinnegan. 
With this shit... Wait, how did, wait hold, hold on. How did they explain, like, getting eyes fucking transplanted into somebody else's head? Like, how, how did they explain that? Medi- there's medical ninjutsu. Oh. So, say Josh has a cut. Yeah. If the ninja's good enough, it's just... Just a little... Whatever fucking chakra. And you can literally see the wound close. Oh, shit. That's wild, dude. I, I'm like, I've never seen Naruto. But, uh... Just the idea of, like, taking... It's like you could harvest organs from oh, people. Yeah. Like, what if there's like a black Organ market? Trafficking. There's a black market in the fucking Naruto universe. Well, it's just... fine. There is a black market for. Uh, ironically, it's, it's considered to be a taboo to be a hitman mm-hmm. in the Naruto universe, even though you've been for nice. all the shit that you can do. <laughs> so, but everybody has what they call a bingo book. Mm. So it tells you, oh, these are all the bounties out there, and so people like write into it and stuff like that. And so like. It's frowned upon, but yet everybody has that book. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, there's um, there's also other forms of Gekigenkai is like combining multiple forms of elemental releases. So the five elements, which is earth, wind, water, fire, and electricity. Uh-huh. Or lightning, they call it. Um, so there's one character, Haku, who's able to make ice. He has a Gekigenkai where he's able to combine wind and water to make ice. The first Hokage was able to make wood style, combining wood, I mean, earth and water. Um, There's magma, which is fire and earth. Steam, which is fire and wind, or water. So there's people that have Genkai, and then there's there's another one above that where you can combine three elements. Which was, the only one I ever saw was particle style, which was fire, lightning, and earth. And they create a box, and everything in that box gets disintegrated. God damn. Yeah. Um... What else is there? So then there's the Rinnegan, which is the eyes of the original person that created ninjutsu, the god of ninja, the sage of the six paths. Um, now these eyes have six paths, obviously, mm-hmm. and six performances powers based on each one. It can summon creatures out of nowhere with, through the animal path. Which you can see in the show, people would like bite their fingers, write blood on their hands, and yeah, summoning you to, and they can summon an animal that they made a contract with. Uh-huh. The sage is no, I'm summoning you. Um, what else? There's the Petra path. So say Josh throws a very powerful ninjutsu at me, I'm absorbing it. So he just absorbs it. Just like negates it. Yeah, no, it doesn't negate it. it absorbs it. Oh, so it, the power becomes yours. Oh, okay. Or Josh is coming at me, eh? I don't feel like absorbing it. I'm going to use the force to push him 14 miles away from me. You know what? That was me. I'm going to use the force to pull him back to me 14 miles. Um, I can... Um, the Sage of Six Path using the, um, this technique created the moon. So he's able to make a, a black hole uh-huh. and make the earth just like crumble and like attach itself to this ball. And that's how he made the moon. Um, what else is there? He can rip out, he can rip out the souls of people. And read their minds with it. And then he has the control. He can summon the god of death to revive people. Damn, that's pretty sweet. So, that's the Rengon. Now, there's this thing called yin and yang. And I'm still not 100% how this shit works. So, a yin release, or a yang release, I don't know which one's which anymore, uh-huh. is the manifestation of physical thought. So, you're creating some. You're making a thought come true. Okay. Where the other one is you're using the physical force to create it. So, say creating the wood. There's wood right here. Right. But I'm using my energy to create more of it. Okay. Or, or there's no wood around, but I'm creating wood out of my body. My, so, that's a yin-yang release because phys- I'm making physical thoughts a reality. Right. So, apparently, the yin-yang release is only capable by people of great power who are basically able to create and recreate worlds. Mm-hmm. Which we find out later are the fucking Oksitskis, or whatever they're fucking called. I don't care. I don't, I don't watch Boruto. <laughs> Sorry, burrito. <laughs> burrito. Yeah, burrito and salad. <laughs> but anyway. Now, that's Naruto's power form. Uh, the only other one I can really think of right now would be Hunter Hunters with Nen abilities. But I'm gonna need a textbook and a, a freaking 
I'm, I'm going to need a whole TED Talk to go into that one. <laughs> and a fucking PhD and yeah. fucking Hunter Hunter. Yeah. So, okay, so kind of back to your original thing about them interacting with each other, sure. right? So now the question so, is... So, okay, so, like, let's th- let's go back to the Neji example, right? Okay. So, okay, obviously within that world of Naruto, he can see... Or that, whatever. He can see everybody's chakra lines and shit, right? Mm-hmm. So, but that power in, like, with if they were fighting somebody from Dragon Ball... Would kind of would that be useless because they don't the chakra or well? See, that's where my whole question is: What <laughs> happens when a universe crosses like that? So my question is: Does Dragon Ball just roll everybody because their power levels are on a different scale, or if by Goku coming to the Naruto universe, does he come become scaled to the Naruto universe? Well, I think if. If there were, if that, like, let's just say that were to happen canonically, right? There were that Goku or somebody was transported to whatever this other realm of Naruto, mm-hmm. let's say. I think that by way of that happening, there would have to be some sort of, yeah, his powers would have to be translated into whatever the fuck it is in the universe that he's currently in, right? Right. So. Well, that's how I feel it would be, too. But. <clears throat> So does that mean Nar- uh, Goku would have to be nerfed down to Naruto's level? No, I don't think it would nerf his power. I just think it would have to be translated to... And then that's the question is, so then who's more? who would be more powerful? Naruto or Goku? I feel like if you compare the two levels of power that Goku would be stronger than the fucking Ninetales. He probably would, he's probably stronger than anything that that universe can offer anyways but his power would have to be not scaled but it would be translated into the equivalent level of power for that world and him having no equal he would just become the most powerful fucking thing he would just be the most powerful thing in the fucking on the planet i think Mm -hmm. whereas if naruto came over to the dragon ball universe his power would then be krillin (laughs) just kidding (laughs) (laughs) it would be krillin with a pet fox that's that's who he would be no, I, I think his power would then be scaled to, not scaled, but translated into whatever equivalent power level. So, like, you know, when the Ginyu Force is looking through the thing and it's at their power level. Ah, oh, it's over 9,000, brah. Okay, so whatever, you know, they're looking at as Goku's actual reading power level, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or Naruto's power level would be translated into, he would have all the same shit, but it would just be translated into, oh, okay, his power level's... 50,000 or you know whatever I don't know what what numbers are for like Dragon Ball for like the higher I mean, fucking as people of, as of right now they're in the quantrillions so. right okay so whatever so Naruto would be uh, whatever a billion or whatever it would be equivalent to in this in the universe that he's in so what, what about a neutral setting though well what like, would you consider a neutral setting I don't know just like a plain field where just a plain white existence and it's just the two of them and they're fucking fighting yeah like then where both things like where where both things would be uh could exist at the same time separately all the rules that apply for naruto would exist and then also all the the rules for dragon ball z would also or maybe none of them exist and it's just this weird reality where uh they both just as just just like a weird simulation i guess i mean if you were to just i mean let's just let's just say they had no powers and it was just them as people gonna fight each other that would be an interesting fight at least between naruto and goku because both of them uh have that never say die never quit fucking attitude and i mean well goku's just too dumb to quit and naruto's too goddamn stubborn so they they would be doing like the vegeta and goku fighting until like they're literally just Ugh, throwing punches with like nothing behind it until they both probably fell over and just fucking collapsed. I think that's probably what would end up happening if if we if they fought like that. Does Naruto? Does Naruto? Um, so like when a fight goes down for uh, like Naruto, what's like what's the prime objective when you're fighting somebody to defeat them? But I mean, are you going for like their chakras to shut their shit down? Depends on the person. Every person has a different style of fighting. So the, the whole Neji thing is the, how the Hyuga fight. They fight by shutting off your networks and attacking you directly at your chakra network. Okay, then what about Naruto? He fights to fucking destroy. Like he's he's not he's not so uh, what's the word precise precise. precise. Yeah. 
uh, he's more about like blunt power and stuff like that. Okay, that kind of applies to Goku as well, then, wouldn't it? Because mm-hmm. he just. And that's what I'm saying. Like Naruto, the Naruto universe was inspired by Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Kishimoto even said so much, so much that he uh, that Kira Toriyama was one of his biggest influences as a child. Yeah. And we see a lot of it in the Naruto universe. Like Naruto's jumpsuit is, is orange. Uh huh. When Sasuke left for six months and came back, his hair was longer to show he was stronger. Yeah. Uh, the fucking four-tailed ape was called Son Goku, and and the Jinchuriki was called Roshi. So yeah. Hmm. Okay, so what would be the scenario in which uh, Naruto would, would realistically, quote unquote, take down Goku? Like, what would be the means in which if he would do Goku it? comes to the Naruto universe and his power has to be scaled? To that universe's power. So if it would just by default put him on an even playing field with Naruto then? Yeah, if he has to follow the rules of Naruto, then yes, I think Naruto will beat him. But if but if there was no rules and everybody was at the power that they are, then Goku wipes everybody. Because, I mean, the Ten Tails had the power to destroy continents in Naruto. Goku has the power to destroy galaxies. Mm-hmm. So it's not a competition in that sense. That's why I'm saying, like, if one power comes to another, is it just going to stay the same? Or is there a check and balance system that has to happen? Because his power doesn't exist in this world, so his power can't be like that. Can't be translated, right? Yes. Hmm. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. So that was my idea. I was saying, because if you look through all this shit with Naruto, it's way more... Intense and thought provoking and tra- training wise, where in Goku, there's really not much difference between uh, what's the real difference between a super strong energy blast and a Kamehameha wave. I mean, there is exactly the same, it's basically the same thing, but here there's a difference between the Chidori and the Rasengan, there's a difference between a particle style and a freaking wind style. Yeah, so everything in here is way more defined in, uh, into it. To the point where I don't think Dragon Ball Z can translate well into it. Yeah, because, I mean, it's... I don't want to say it's, like, hand-wavy for, like, the Dragon Ball Z universe. But it... It kind of is. It kind of is. And you're, like... Because you're more defined, you also... Unintentionally, intentionally set limits for your characters. And Goku doesn't really have that. Because it's hand-wavy. Yeah, it's like, oh, well... It's like, oh, well, now, now I'm more powerful. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what they did with Black Frieza. Oh, I was in the I was in the hyperactive chamber for ten days. I am now the strongest. I am now ever. the strongest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am now the most powerful being in the <laughs> in existence Ball. ever. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think as far as like uh, Goku, I think he wins. in... if I had to be honest, he wins in every scenario. Uh, supposedly, there's people that can beat him in other animes. Yeah. The only one I know for sure that can beat him is Archie Comics Sonic. <laughs> Archie Comics Sonic. Because that fool has no limits. Yeah. No, it's fucking uh. With Squirrel Girl because she defeated Galactus and fucking Doctor Doom in his most pot- potent form. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we were talking to a guy. Uh, we was making fun of um that fucking cat from Miss from the Marvel from the Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yeah, the cat. Try to think. I don't remember either, and I was like, "Well, it's funny you say that because one of the most powerful Red Lanterns in DC is a cat. Is a Death cat. Star. Yeah. Death Star." <laughs> Yeah, he's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, so now going into more into like the whole Naruto verse, because mm-hmm. obviously you saw I, it took me five minutes to explain the keys in Naruto in Goku in Dragon Ball, but it took me quite a bit to explain the different types of jutsus and shit that are in Naruto. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even scratch the fucking surface. Yeah, like I, that's why I just stopped. I stopped researching. And I'm saying, you know what? I'm just gonna go off of what I already know. Yeah. And just like that's why I don't know much about Yin Yang because it wasn't explained in the manga or the anime. You had to go into the fucking, I think it was the third ninja handbook that came out that you had to read to understand it. Jesus, sounds like there's a lot of uh, elements, and I don't mean like not, not no pun intended, but there's a lot of uh, moving parts as far as like the the powers that are in fucking Naruto just by itself. Like I. I was kind of getting lost with the eye shit, like, because it sounds like there's a lot going on there. And then when you said there was yin yang shit, I'm like, all right. <laughs> there's a lot of rules here. <laughs> well, it's funny because 
the sage of the sixth path when he originally so the whole story is there is the tree this big giant tree and it would bear fruit Mm -hmm. so this woman who came from the sky yeah crash landed on the planet the guy found her says oh cool an alien I'm a fucker (laughs) I'm a fuck it and so he marries her that's what I do and so she's like I'm gonna eat that fruit so you know the whole forbidden fruit shit Yeah, yeah. yeah so she eats it and gains chakra that okay. energy. So she now knows how to use energy. And then she gives birth to two kids. One of them is the Sage of the Sixth Path. And one of them is Horan, whatever his fucking name is. And both of them team up to defeat her because she turns evil. So they defeat her and seal her away. And they both agree that power like that shouldn't exist. So his brother says, all right, cool. I'm going to live on the moon. <laughs> all right, peace out. So if he's out, I'm gonna go live on the moon and the other and the stage six path. Okay, I'm gonna try to fucking ship. I'm gonna fix this shit. Mm. So he tries to teach everybody. I forgot what his what he called it. It was like, like Noah Jutsu or some shit like that. Mm. Peace Jutsu. Yeah. So basically, hey, you are my friend. We are linked. So mm. he links our energy, and then you go to Adam. Adam, you are my friend. We are linked, and therefore now you are linked to me. And so you start linking people. But then humans are like, that's really cool. I'm going to weaponize this shit. Bro <laughs> <laughs> energy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and so they, that's what led to ninjutsu and all that shit. Mm. And uh, what was it? So, I, as you were mentioning earlier, we had the tail beast. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh, so that tree is like, this bitch took my fucking fruit. Mm. So it, it says, you know what? I'm going to go kill her. And, oh, her sons already did that. I'm going to kill her son. Oh, his son already left. Eh, I don't care. I'll just kill him. And he's like, cool. I'm going to split you off into nine beans now. What? <laughs> Turns into the nine, the nine different beasts, which is the nine-tailed fox, the seven-tailed ox. Sorry, the nine-tailed fox, the eight-tailed ox, and I'm not going to go through them. Okay. And he says, cool. No, he seals the ten tails within himself. So he becomes the Jinchuriki to the ten tails. Jinchuriki means the host of whatever they're holding. Hold up. Does the... Do the numbers mean anything? Be like, is that like the most powerful? According to Krama, who's the nine-tailed fox, it yeah. means that because he's the nine-tailed. So he's saying, "Yeah, I'm the strongest." Okay. And the one-tailed um, Tanuki is like, "Fuck you! That's not what it means." Yeah. And but so we don't know for sure if it means that, but it seems so because the eight-tailed ox and the nine-tailed fox seem to be the strongest because they were literally fighting all the other ones. Mm. Um. What was I saying? So he seals it within himself. He's like, cool. I'm going to live for 200 years. All right. I can't live for longer than this. And if I die, the Ten Tails is going to come back and try to destroy shit. So he splits the Ten Tails into nine beasts and tells them, all right, you're the world's problem now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then comes uh, Hashirama Senju. It's like, cool. I'm built different. I'm going to control these fucking beasts. So he pretty makes the Nine Tails beasts his, um, he, he makes them the, his bitches. Okay. And then him and Madara Uchiha make the leaf village. And then everybody's like, hey, that's a good idea. Let's also make fucking villages. Hey, I don't like the fact that his village is that close. I don't like that village. I don't like your breath, fool. All right, fuck it. We're going to war. (laughs) (laughs) And so he's like, all right, I got an idea. So I have these nine WMDs. I'm going to give one to each village. That Hold up, they got nukes in, in Naruto? Well, that's what, like, the beasts are. They're, like, the weapons of mass destruction. Okay, all right. Because each one can easily destroy mountains and, and villages. So everybody has a deterrent. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah a nuclear deterrent, basically. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. So he says, all right, I'm going to give you each this shit. It's your job to control them. If you can't control them, sucks to be you. Mm-hmm. He goes, I can control all of them, so my village is going to be cool. We're never going to have problems with the Nine Tails. All right. Oh, Madara backstabbed me. He's controlling the Nine Tails. It's currently destroying the Leaf Village. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so he defeats Madara. So the Nine Tails ends up destroying the Leaf Village like three times. Okay. No wonder that everybody fucking hates Naruto. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so fucked up. Not to sidetrack it, but just in the beginning of that show, man, everybody is such a prick to him. You except son of a yeah, bitch. <laughs> except the ramen guy. Yeah. The ramen guy is like the only motherfucking looking out for him. Even the dude who's the goddamn Hokage, who's swore an oath to look out for him, like Frank said, literally gave him 
Uh, basically, just enough to live. You're, you're just gonna have enough. Hold, you're gonna have a place to live. Hold up. What, what is? Why does the ramen guy care so much? Is it because he's just a, like a, a so fellow like, patron? There's, like a, there's a there's a theory on that. So um, let me see if I can pull up the photo. So um, the way the Leaf Village works, he, and tips, then, he tips. good. He tips well. <laughs> well yeah, right. He's poor. He has no poor. money. Like he doesn't even. It doesn't matter. Tips, he doesn't even tip at all. He was literally giving them. Away. He was the only reason Naruto probably didn't survive. Okay. Can I, can I get some water? No. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Right. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll grab it for you. Okay, cool. Hold on. Do you want a bottled water or do you want? Because the bottled water is it cold? It, no, it's uh, room temperature. But I can get you a cup with, with cold water. Can you give me a bottle? I don't care if it's room. Yeah, it's fine. I'll take. I'll take a bottled one. Okay. You fucking. I'll take a bottled water. Bro. I'll take a. I'll take a Sam Adams. I'll take a Sam Adams. All right. So the way it works is. You you split it to three man squads, and when you when you graduate the ninja academy, yeah, you get split into a three man squad, and then you're assigned a jonin, which is like your teacher or yeah. like your well captain. the the teachers in the the there's levels there's the ninja academy, mm. then when you graduate the ninja academy you become a genin, okay, and then you take the exam to the next rank which is a ch- a chunin, yeah, and then from chunin it's jonin, mm. and then from jonin it's the hokage. Thanks. So a jonin is like the next is a pretty high level. Yeah. Uh, so you get assigned one of them to be your to finish your education as a genin. So the fourth Hokage, which is Naruto's dad, was trained by Jiraiya, and this is the photo of his squad. The fourth Hokage is the one with the blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Josh. So that's the fourth Hokage squad. See anybody that looks yeah. familiar? Oh yeah, it's Naruto. It looks like just like just like little Naruto. No no no. The guy in the back. Oh, uh, the guy in the back. Little kid. Oh yeah, who the fuck does he look like? Is he the? Is he the the big fucker? The who? Who's the the Choji? The the chunkier fellow. Oh, it's him. It's the fucking. That's the ramen guy that took care of Naruto. Mm. So the the theory is that he's like oh he's like a, he's like my nephew. So that's why he looked after him mm. and gave him free ramen to eat. Wait, if he mm. was, th- I mean, oh, never mind. It's not confirmed. Mm. I'm just saying that that's a, it's the popular theory, and it's it, it's kind of holding water. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's why I I hate third Hokage because he fucking did shit for Naruto. Yeah, I'm pissed off at Kakashi because Kakashi was trained by the fourth Hokage. The fourth Hokage treated him like a fucking son, and he's like, oh. He's dead. Oh, life sucks. Oh, poor me. Hey, you know he has a son. I don't care. <laughs> and then Jiraiya, who's literally, he is literally Naruto's godfather. And he's like, oh, Porto Kage's dead. Oh, the third's got it. See ya. <laughs> I gotta go fuck bitches in the woods, son. Basically. Woo, buddy. Fucking basically. And then, and then when he comes back into Naruto's life, he's like, oh shit, this is Naruto. Hey, man, can you train me to become powerful? No. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. I'm trying to get bitches, dude. Yeah, I still got plenty of bitches to fuck. And then finally when Naruto wears him down, he's like, fine, I'll train you. And then he starts training him. Okay, this kid's actually kind of cool. I'm going to train him. Okay, I love this kid. Okay, I really love this kid. I'm going to die for this kid. Oh, shit, I actually did die for this kid. (laughs) (laughs) Those were were his words as he was was dying. Yeah. Shit, I'm gonna die for this kid. Oh, wait, was, I, his final words were actually. Oh wait, sweet. I'm dead. <laughs> his final words were actually kind of sweet, because um, he's an Arthur, uh-huh. and so he pushes himself back from the brink of death to be able to write a secret message, because uh-huh. he was inspired by Naruto, because Naruto never gives up. Yeah. And then he gets thrown into the river and then he uh, to the ocean. And he's falling. He goes, "There we go. That's how well, and that's a that's a better ending to the book, because he's, he's talking about his life. So ends the tale of." Jiraiya the Gallant. I can finally put my pen down as he's like falling into the ocean. Oh, what would I call the sequel? Oh, the tale of Naruto Yuzumaki. So it was like it was like a cool little. Oh, that was yeah. sweet. Yeah, that is pretty sweet. I'm not gonna lie, the death of Jiraiya fucked me up. <laughs> he was like one of my favorite characters in that show. Fucking pervy little. Uh, it's funny because Naruto uh, calls him <laughs> he calls him the pervy sage mm. but he gets pissed off if anyone doesn't call him Jiraiya or gives him any kind of little disrespect 
Uh, and what's funny is that's ironic coming from the kid who literally turned himself into a hot bitch to fucking like distract people and like you laugh but that is how he beat the final boss <laughs> oh no shit yeah he cause Kaguya uh, you remember I was Kaguya who ate the fruit she ends up coming back and she's the final villain <laughs> they can't the, the order to beat her um Naruto and Sasuke were given... Wait, this is like the very end of This Naruto. is the very end. Spoilers. Okay, well, no, I mean, shit. This thing's been out for a fucking minute, so... 15 years now. They, they could jerk... <laughs> they could jerk each other they, off. They could fuck off, because we're, we're talking about... We're talking yeah. about the end. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah. the old so she, shit. She came back and so did the sage of the six past city. All right, I was expecting this. Because it turns out the sage had two sons. Mm-hmm. And then those two sons were always fighting each other. Yeah. So the first Hokage... And Maru Uchiha were the reincarnations of his. And then Naruto Sasuke are now the current reincarnations of it. Okay. So he gives them both half his power. It tells them, you both have to touch her, and that activates the seal to uh, lock that bitch away. Okay. She's not giving. She's too good. Like, they can't get it. And they're saying, we have to distract her. And so, yeah. Naruto has this tendency when he was younger to transform into a hot chick to get people to leave him alone because they do that whole anime thing when they get bleeding out. Oh, the bleeding, yeah. And uh, so he has two versions. He has the sexy jutsu, which is just him doing it normally. Then he has the harem jutsu where he does it. He does his shadow, a bunch of shadow clones and they all transform into that girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's what he ends up doing. He To distract her, he does the reverse harem jutsu where he turns himself into a bunch of hot guys. And she's like... <laughs> Oh, like she actually blushes for a second, and that millisecond was what they needed to fucking steal her. <laughs> so at the end of the day, Naruto save the day. save the day with fucking his perverted jutsu with the monster yep. cock. Jiraiya would be proud <laughs> with the shredded abs and the nine-inch D. <laughs> all right, so that was basically all I had for powers and how they work. Uh-huh. So I was wanting to see how would you guys think how will what would happen when universes cross? I don't know. Like I said, man, I think in both contexts, or even even the third option where it's like a neutral site, I think Goku takes it regardless. Yeah, yeah same here. I, I I don't know. I I just I think Goku's fucking pretty pretty broken, powerful. It's, it's because of the hand wavy shit. That's all yeah. all it really comes down to. I think with like the Naruto shit. Because well, of how and, specific they are. Yeah, but at the same time, in Naruto, it literally is hand wavy because they have to do hand signs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a good one. Hand wavy. And but, but then again, the most powerful technique in Naruto is talk no jutsu. Talk no jutsu. Because literally every person, every villain and every person that hates Naruto ends up becoming a friend of Naruto because he talks them out of it. Hmm. So that's why I say his most powerful technique is talk no jutsu. And that's like a like a meme amongst the yeah, among the Naruto tards. Talk no you mean jutsu. The Naruto tards. Yeah. Okay. What happens? Uh, since I watched that fight between Gara and Rock Lee, what ends up happening with Gara? Um, he gets more bloodthirsty. He kills a couple people. Does he become a friend of Naruto? Yes. Talk no jutsu. Hit him like a fucking freight train. And what's his deal like? Cause is is he like made of porcelain or what the fuck? Like is sand. sand? Um, no, he controls sand. Yeah. And later on, you find out that the sand does because you know they say it moves on its own free will. Yeah. You find out that it, that's his mother's will. Oh, I see. He didn't know that about his mom yet. He doesn't learn that until the war arc, which is near the end of Naruto. Wait, does he die though? No. As of right now, he's alive in Boruto. He's he's still the Kazakage. Yeah, so he's the, he's the the Hokage of the fucking Sand People, the Kazakage. right? And what's his? What's, Is that what that's called for the Sand People? Yeah, the shut the no for the uh, wind. They're wind. They're the land of wind. So he's the wind shadow. Yeah, yeah but they're the Sand People. Yeah, sure. Um, Does he become reformed? Yes. <coughs> After Naruto literally bends him over, just says, "Who's your daddy?" And and what uh what happens to Rock Lee? Does he fucking die? He got fucked up to the point where. He, there was no way of fixing his leg and arm. Uh-huh. So, after that tournament, uh, you find out that Orochimaru tricked the Sand Village to help him try to take over the Leaf Village to mm. kill him. Mm. He ends up killing the third Hokage. Okay. But he loses his arms in the process. Okay. So, Jiraiya and Naruto leave the village to go find Sanade. Mm-hmm. Because um, it was Orochimaru... Jiraiya and Tsunade, they were the three signing of the leaf, which is legendary ninja. Mm. 
until, you know, he left the village because he's evil. Dry left because he wanted to bring his friend back. And Sonata left because she was a gambling hooker. Mm. Or she was just addicted to gambling. Yeah. A literal gambling hooker. And so Dry went to go find her to make her the next Hokage. Mm. And the thing about her was she was literally the greatest medical ninja, ninja in the world. Mm. And she was able to find a way to fucking fix um, uh, Rock Lee. Rock Lee. Yeah. yeah, so he came back because he was he was everybody's favorite at the time. Mm-hmm. And he fought against a really, really great character that I wish didn't die off, which was Kimimaru, who had a, a Kekagenkai bloodline trait where he was able to turn his bones. He's able to control the bones. So. Oh, yeah, that one was sweet. So he literally turns his whole arm into, oh, I'm going to make it all into a bone and I'm going to add more iron and calcium into it so the bone's stronger. Mm. So he's able to block super it's like hard a shield. Oh, okay, yeah. I got you. It's, then, it's pretty sweet. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna make an extra back bo- a spine so I can have a whip weapon. Right. Oh, I'm gonna turn one of my bo- my femur into a blade. So it's like it was a really yeah. fucking cool ability. And I was like, he died because he was sick. What? Like he developed bone cancer or something? No, he had a disease that was killing him. Oh, I see. So he was fighting Rock Lee and Gara, and. He ultimately came up. With, he was about to deliver the finishing blow to both of them. Yeah, and then he just—he literally died from the disease before he could connect. <laughs> I see. Ironic. <laughs> he could save everybody else, <laughs> but, but not, not himself. himself. Oh man! All right. Well, did you have anything else for? Nah, uh, that was pretty much all I had for this. Well, I mean, that's pretty. I mean, we made we went an hour with it again, so that's you know. Wait, where are we at right now? An hour and five minutes. Cool. So that's pretty good. So are you are you good with? Uh, with ending it there, Frank. Yeah. All right, cool. Adam, did you have anything else? Mm, Any questions no, for I do, no. I, I, like I said, I, I think I stand with uh, Goku being the uh, supreme supreme god of anime. Yeah, just uh, for hand wavy re- hand wavy reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, agreed. But we can all agree that. Do you think? Well, not all agree. Let me ask you: Do you think that makes the hand wavy shit makes Dragon Ball Z more? Interesting than the intricateness of the Naruto's universe. No, I think more defined rules makes it cooler. Yeah, much more intricate. Especially because if you if the anime has it means rules more and it you follow more. the rules, it means more when somebody's able to overcome. Said yeah, rules. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't have I don't yeah. have anything else to add. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, anyways, well, thanks for listening to uh, the Game Rage Anime Podcast episode number three, and uh, we will see you on the next one uh, whenever we put that out. All right, catch you guys later.